A good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a beautiful 19th September, 2023. Coming up on this Tuesday rant at the Crescent Podcast, episode 230. Trudeau demands answers from India. Oh, some issues there with somebody who was murdered. Labor unions plan to counter-protest the Million Man March. And Hategate and more information. All that and more coming up on this Tuesday's rant at the Crescent Podcast. Please stick around. Oh, and... Listener view discretion is advised. I do smoke cigarettes and I tend to swear. See you in a bit. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. From Western Canada. This is the Krusty Canuck Podcast, a Canadian veteran's point of view on political, social, economic issues, and life. Here's Krusty. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Tuesday Rant, the Krusty Canuck Podcast, episode 230. I am your host, Krusty Canuck, on this beautiful Tuesday the 19th. Last couple of days of summer, as we see officially. I'm your host, Krusty Canuck, and welcome, everybody. I've had a pretty busy day. I worked about a 10 and a half hour shift, so I fed a lot of cattle, uh, about 11,500 worth. Yes, yes, I know. I know, yes. The job never ends in the agriculture business. Yes, of course. Anyhow, if you like to hear what you see, please click like and subscribe and share this content all around. And to my YouTubers and to my Podbeaners and to my Rumblers, uh, please give me a thumbs up and give me a comment too. Help the algorithm go along here too. Even if you got something nice to say or something pseudo nice to say, or a point of view or a criticism, please say it. Give me a thumbs up. Help us Canucks get our words out there, right? And if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, which is now X, Instagram, YouTube, and Rumble. You can also find my stuff on iHeartRadio now, too. And thank you to my Podbeaners out there for downloading and subscribing. I'm getting more subscribers as we go up. So give yourselves a round of applause. Thank you very much. You guys are awesome. Thank you once again. And a special thank you out there to Mike. Again, one of my fans, uh, I will get that stuff to you as soon as I can. You know what I mean? And a special thank you out there to the fine people at Northern Perspective, Cypher and Fox, who put together some great video commentary, who explain their passion and do everything to the best of their abilities. Why? Because they're blue-collar folk like you and me, and they get their points across, and they just make some great content. So if you get a chance to check them out, check them out. Tell them Krusty the Canuck sent you. Anyway, carrying on with this episode of the Tuesday Rant. That's right. Trudeau demands answers from India. Labor unions plan to counter-protest the Million Man March that's going to happen tomorrow, and Hategate and information. So I'll get to those shortly. But uh, Trudeau's demands, yes. Uh, I guess when he was in India, there's uh, apparently there's been a Khalistan official or a pro-Khalistani uh, Sikh Indian. And there's a lot of Sikhs that live in Canada, and there's a proud history of that, believe it or not. Uh, it goes back to colonial days to all those SJW, SJWs out there who hate the word colonialism. Oh my goodness, it's so oppressive. Yeah, when they look in their wallets and got oodles of cash, they shouldn't have anything to bitch about. Anyway, long story short, there was a man that was assassinated back in June, back in Surrey, BC. Uh, a lot of Sikh Canadians live there. Uh, Sikhs are East Indians, just different religion. And uh, I've always found them to be decent people. I've never had any problems with anybody from the Sikh faith or the Hindu faith and the Muslim faith, it doesn't matter. Live and let live. But apparently there's a whole can of worms on who's this and who's that. And Justin Trudeau, and of course, in his infinite wisdom as always, 
always taking a stand on virtue and rights of expression and freedoms and all this stuff. He loves all these freedoms and rights to express yourself as long as you're not a Canuck in a truck in Ottawa waving a flag saying, hey, and the mandates. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So without trying to, <laughs> without <laughs> keep telling people about the blunders of our prime minister and the idiocy that he promotes and the unfounded approach he has is to our politics. Okay. I am not for anybody being killed in the name of a political party or an association. Okay. Unless said individual is a downright evil tyrant who believes in killing people that, you know, doesn't agree with him kind of like Stalin or Adolf Hitler, you know, uh, then have him shot. But if he's just an activist who believes in people who believes in his cause, leave him the hell alone. But what gets me is how Justin is backing up this individual who was murdered. And yet he could not back up the MPs and the people that are harassed by the CCP, which I've mentioned in a few episodes before. So when you're looking at this man's priorities, looking at what he takes a stand for and what heel he wants to die on, he does not want to die for Canadians. He does not want to die for his family, does not want to die for this thing up here. He wants to die for a virtue or look like he really gives a shit. And I also personally think that he's only doing this for the sake of the agreement he has with Jagmeet Singh, leader of the NDP party up here. To my American listeners, we have three main parties, or correction, four main parties in our parliament. We have the Conservatives, we have the Liberal Party, who are in charge, and the NDP, New Democratic Party, and the Bloc Québécois. Okay? And the Bloc are basically just separatists. They want everything for Quebec and nothing for the country. That's just my take on the Bloc. Okay? NDP are borderline socialists slash commies slash champagne socialists who like to tell other people what to do with other people's money. Liberals aren't too far off. And the Conservatives, I think, are the healthy opposition. They're trying to thwart some of these decisions that are being rammed down our throats on a daily basis. However, I digress. Let's keep talking about this whole issue. Now, Justin takes a point of standing there, toting this line, and now he's trying to piss India off. Now, every trip this man has taken to India, he has looked like a total fool. The first one I did, uh, he did, not I, the first one he did back in 2017 or 2018, he dressed up like a Bollywood star, made a mockery of the culture, dancing around and all this, talking about this and talking about that. And what kind of deal came out of, out of that, right? We're supposed to send these individuals to other countries for trade negotiations, international affairs, what have you, and nothing was done. Okay, he basically pissed the, the Indian prime minister off. Okay, and, and no one can take Justin Trudeau seriously anymore because he's made a mockery and made... <laughs> Made this country look really, really bad. Okay. At least his father had a bit of balls to try to open up the gates to get things done. Regardless of how much debt he put into this country, his father, I think, was a better statesman. Okay. Now, regardless of the privilege they both grew up with, regardless of the silver spoons that come out of their assholes on a daily basis, his old man had a little more guts and a little more stamina than Justin ever will. He doesn't know what the hell he's doing. He doesn't know how to be diplomatic, doesn't know how to be fair, doesn't know how to be reasonable. He picks his little battles, and he, he goes them just to, to, to toot a horn. And now, to save face, in the name of the housing crisis in this country, he is saying, oh, okay, we're going to forgive the GST on, on, on rental uh, apartments here. Basically, if you build a rental apartment, we're not going to charge you GST. W will that help? 
Will that help? Would that be nice? <laughs> no, it won't be nice. It won't help anybody out, right? And now he's trying to talk tough with the grocery CEOs that he was supposed to be meeting with today, and they better come up with a solid answer to solve this grocery crisis that the government caused, but we're going to blame grocery CEOs because we don't have the guts to admit that we fucked up. Oh, you know what I mean? So that's the crisis we're in, ladies and gentlemen. I tell you, you know, crack don't smoke itself. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And once again, welcome back to the Tuesday rant of the Krusty Canuck podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Episode 230, that's right, 19th September, 2023, last couple of days of summer. So enjoy it while you can. I know people are getting back to work, getting things on the go, trying to get their lives back in order uh, well before the government tries to screw us again with more of these gestures and pondering and what ifs and, uh, you know, all the contradictions. But like I said, if you like and hear what you see, please click like and subscribe, share this content, all of your social media platforms, and let us connect to get our algorithms up there too. So we can stick it to the federal government and say, hey, let us have proper freedom of speech. Let us have proper freedom of expression. Let us just be and leave us alone. You know what I'm saying? Anyhow, carrying on with the whole spiel of this episode. So I just rambled on about Trudeau. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like enough. Of this. Like, pff, the man's just the man's a putz. He's a schmuck. A schmuck. Schmucky, schmucky, schmuck. So I got, I, I'm just tired of, of talking. And I'm pretty sure you're tired of hearing me talk about him too, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, once again, thanks to all my American listeners. I have a look at my stats from my Podbean page. And I get a lot of listeners out of Oregon and Washington State. So thank you very much, Oregonians and Washington, Washingtonians, you know, my, my American brothers and sisters to the South. Give yourselves a round of applause. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. I'm getting more Canadian downloads too which is good since I am Canadian. I would love to see more Canadians download my show. So don't be shy, ladies and gentlemen, speak your mind. If you have a comment or two to hand me or to ask me a question, feel free in the comment section in all of my above mentioned platforms too. Like I said, carrying on with episode 230 of the Tuesday rant. Labor unions plan to counter protest the million March. Now I do have, <coughs> excuse me, I did have some video queued up here. However, I will leave links in my description. Rebel Media caught wind of the Zoom meeting that some labor union in Ontario put together in regards to this Million March. Now, for those of you who don't know, the Million March was started by a Muslim family, backed up by Christian families and Jewish families alike, to go march in the streets and say, hey, leave our kids alone. Okay? And rightfully so. Okay? You've heard me rant on about teaching kids about sexuality and all this transgender stuff and these different multiple identities you can have on the flip of a coin or when you turn the faucet on, you can become a guy or turn the faucet off, you become a girl, whatever you fancy. Anyway, you, you've heard me ramble on about this bullshit. Uh, they're just concerned for children's welfare. Now, from what I have read, what I have heard in regards to what they're marching for, they're marching for fairness in education. They're marching to get rid of this, this indoctrination that's been going on when it comes to teaching these kids about the trans issues. Now, there are two people I have met in my life. One is a good friend of mine. She is a wonderful human being, and she transitioned on her terms. She used to be a he. Now, she's a she. 
And she would probably agree with half of the stuff I'm saying and what half of these million marchers are doing. Because she decided when she was a full-grown adult to become a woman. From being a man to a woman. She went under the knife, did the hormones thing, all that good stuff. And slowly transitioned to where she feels complete in her own way. And there's nothing wrong with that. Every other day of our lives, somehow, somewhere, we are reinventing ourselves to be better people, to be good people, to live in our own skin, and to do our thing. And it doesn't matter what color you are, what gender you are. There's only two. And it doesn't matter how you feel. As long as you're good to people, what else matters? But a lot of these agendas are going a little too far, especially with little kids, showing them coloring books and showing them storybooks about fellatio and male-on-male -male connection, and female-on-female -female connection, and polyamorous connections, which is basically just a fancy word of swinging, that's all. So you want to live your life that way, you go right ahead, but you should be a consenting adult before you pursue anything any further. Now, there's some trade unions out there that are saying all these people are full of hatred, and all these people are full of racism and misogyny, all these fucking buzzwords, when the reality is, is that parents are stepping up for their kids. That is all. And what gets me about this whole thing, why are there labor unions and trade unions getting involved in these marches to counter-protest the so-called hate? There's nothing hateful about a mom and dad standing up for their kids. In fact, it's quite honorable. And the more and more parents to stand up for their kids, the more and more you're going to get productive young men and women that will show chivalry and dash when they get older and know how to fight the good fight. I know because my father showed me and my mother showed me what to stand for, what to tolerate. Regardless of how imperfect some of our childhoods were, it doesn't fucking matter. What matters is that kids in this country have the right to grow up to be kids on their effing terms. So for any trade unionist out there that's watching this, I challenge you to an actual Zoom debate. You know where to find me. You want to debate me on this stuff? Bring it. Bring it. You want open dialogue? Great. Get a seat cushion because it's going to be a goddamn bumpy ride. I guarantee it. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And furthermore, before I blow a gasket, no teacher, no educator, no union member has any right to tell a parent what they should do to their children or to even hide what they're doing to their kids, regardless if it's in the name of safety or affirming care. When it comes to health care, is the boy sick? Is the girl sick? Can you administer medicine? Can you administer first aid? Can you take these children to a hospital? to a nursing station, to a clinic, when it comes to welfare of the kid, when it comes to this identity stuff, leave kids alone. And I remember when unions actually stood up for the workers, made sure that the workers had fair wages, made sure workers were accommodated if they got hurt in the job, make sure workers were accommodated and looked after if they had a family emergency. You know, proper fairness and equality, equality of opportunity. You know, not special treatments because you think this way or special treatments because you walk this way and tend to wear this on a Sunday evening. No, you know exactly what I'm getting at here, ladies and gentlemen.
Okay. You're not stupid. But when these unions talk to people and have these meetings and discuss about hatred and inequality, look what they're promoting. They think they know what's best for people's families out there. You don't. Now, those union members who agree with this counter protest, you know what's best for your kids. So you do it. No one's telling you how to raise your families. No one's telling you what to stick in your nostrils, stick in your ear, or stick wherever. No one's telling you how to feed your families. So why the hell are you doing the same to these other families that are marching against this ridiculous agenda? Honestly, I'll wait. Man, enough of that shit. I, I'm, just, I'm just seeing disingenuous leadership and speculation and projection. Okay? You want to save the identities of yourself? Then you look after yourself. But you have no right to force it on other parents. And it doesn't matter if the parents happen to be Muslim or Christian or Jewish or agnostic or atheist or Sikh or Hindu or Buddhist or if they praise the lemon god on a Sunday with, with monkeys on their shoulders. It doesn't fucking matter. You do not have the right to mold children into your image. Those children have the right to grow up and decide for themselves. Plain and simple. So you want to counter-protest and tell the world that parents are pr promoting misogyny and racism and bigotry all because they don't agree with a certain doctrine? Jesus Christ, jump the gun much? Oh, God damn. Stay updated and follow Krusty Canuck on Facebook, Twitter, Gab, Telegram, YouTube, and Podbean. Subscribe today and donate at KrustyCanuck.ca. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Tuesday rant of this 19th of September on the Krusty Canuck Podcast, episode 230. Yes, of course, we talked about Trudeau's demands, answers from India over his hill he wants to die on now just to save face and his goddamn GST rebate BS. The man put us in debt. What else are we going to say? And labor unions plan to counter-protest the Million Man March that uh, some concerned families have organized Canada-wide for tomorrow on the 20th of September. Anyway, I'm your host, Krusty Canuck. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon my emotional outburst there. I'm just being real. And we have to have more people on these platforms to present to you reality. Okay? Anyway, carrying on the hate gate issue. Now, apparently there has been some, <laughs> some stories that have been broken. Now I do have a couple of videos here. I'm going to show you in regards to hate gate. Um, apparently anti hate.ca uh, it's Canada's equivalent to the Southern poverty law center. Uh, you, my American friends have down and basically it's just a very, very woke mantra that deems everybody who disagrees with them as right or far right in the spectrum of our politics and of our culture. Now, I have been called far right. I have actually been called far left. I'll tell you this right now. My basic political belief is this libertarianism, classical liberalism. You do you. I do me. We have a good time. I may disagree with what you say, but I'll fucking write, fight for the right for you to say it. And I hope you do the same for me. And I'm not going to hit you and I'm not going to take your stuff. And I hope to whatever God's out there, you don't hit me try to take my stuff. You see what I mean? Basic liberalism, basic libertarianism. 
I believe in working and keeping your money, paying a minimal tax. I believe in having a robust military that can get the job done in the name of a catastrophe. Or if you do need to keep the peace someplace in an actual emergency, or if you need to thwart off any kind of enemy advancement. Okay. Believe in a fair taxism. I also believe that politicians in this country should not get a pension after six years. I believe they should do a minimum of 10 years before they get any kind of pension whatsoever. Because yours truly had to do 20 years to get a pension. And I actually had a lot of paperwork to get that done. And I had to validate and validate and validate. Anyway, that's a long story. I won't ramble on too. But uh, the people that put this anti-hate uh, explained kind of thing or the hate gate our individuals, antihate.ca, basically informed the RCMP and informed the authorities in Ottawa for the Freedom Convoy and basically just made up stories and excuses. So the video I'm going to play for you, ladies and gentlemen, is a lot of bits and pieces of politicians and administrators and so-called experts. Because you heard me rambling on about experts all the time because there's so many experts out there that have all this inquiry and all this information based on speculation and their hurt feelings. <laughs> it's self-explanatory when we watch this video. So I'll just cue it up for you. And you decide, my wonderful audience, you decide what is right. Uh, from what I've seen in the convoy, and I, I've seen a lot of footage from Viva Lafray or Viva Lafray, the Montreal lawyer, Greg Wycliffe, and just people at random. And there was a quite a, a mix of diversity at said convoy, you had Sikhs, you had other East Indians, you had Blacks, you had First Nations, you had Asians, you had Whites, you had European descendants, you had Jamaican descendants, all colors and creeds, all shapes and sizes, just telling the government to stop fucking with us and let us be, you know? But then you get a group like the anti-hate.ca because they're just so wired and switched on to try to ruin it all for everybody, you know? <laughs> I'm taking my ball and I'm going home, but I'll cue this up for you. And ladies and gentlemen, I would like you to use your best judgment in watching this and to just, just be fair and be reasonable. Uh, you look at these clowns in this video and decide for yourselves, you know, just decide for yourselves. It's just, uh, <laughs> just total ignoramuses calling the shots. Just more proof that, you know, you let the monkeys run the asylum. Anyway, you decide, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back. Executive Director of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. Bernie Farber, Chair of the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. He's a nonpartisan, nonprofit. We wear our biases on our sleeves. We are very proudly anti-fascist and we focus on the far right. Last summer, we had a uh, 100-year-old church burned to the ground. Canada's leaders aren't condemning the burning of churches. No, they're endorsing the burning of churches. I understand that it's not your organization's mandate to talk about these things. As, as you've said, you're clearly focused on uh, the far right. COVID conspiracy theories. Safe and effective. They kill. They kill. This so-called convoy actually seeded the ground for the worst display of Nazi and racist propaganda that I have ever seen in this country. Bullies, racists, bigots, and Nazis. We okay, you notice how we said Nazis and everything. Now, when you saw that picture of the convoy, did you not see uh, a couple of black people? You know? What did I just mention before I played the video? <laughs> I'll, I'll carry on. Like, just, the speculation is just ridiculous from these ass clowns. Way to go, Bernie. 
now have over 300 active hate groups in Canada. There's other groups that we're very concerned about. Jeremy McKenzie, the de facto leader of the Diagalon movement and neo-Nazi organization. Accelerationists uh, who want to violently overthrow the system. No fighting, no spitting, no throwing anything, don't even litter. Who are now also encouraging their members to join. If there's a speed limit on walking, walk slower than that. One of the key figures of that, Jeremy McKenzie, his slogan is gun or rope. If they say it's now illegal to look at the sky, then look at the ground. Be good, for the love of God. Do you know if um, the Canada Anti-Hate Network's uh, views about you have been relied upon by law enforcement or other senior officials in the federal government? Yes, I have. Diagalon. 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 A far-right extremist group. We're talking about a group that is organized, driven by an extreme ideology. A so-called accelerationist group. Formed by a former member of the Canadian Armed Forces. Which aims to accelerate racial conflict to lead to the eventual creation of a white ethnostate. Its stated purpose is, quote, to incite a race war. <laughs> The federal government has invoked the Emergencies Act. There's some people that just want their lives back. And they enact the War Measures Act, the Emergency Measures Act, to justify a violent and brutal crackdown on old people and women and wounded veterans. You beat wounded veterans in the streets, you scum! What if I told you the organization and the individuals responsible for pushing this are being exposed right now in Canada? It all circles back to one group, and that's the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. That is pretty fair to say. Liberal-funded Antifa propaganda. That's what the government of Canada was making their decisions on. You were supposed to be grown-ups, confirm things, and look into things. The RCMP recognized that Diagalon was not a criminal group. It was not a terrorist entity, and they had trouble even defining it as a group at all. This whole narrative, they knew it was bunk. The justification of the Emergencies Act during the trucker convoy came from lies from anonymous Twitter trolls from anti-hate. Uncovered in Hategate is a string of emails from government officials. Politician goes on TV and says that, oh, there's this terrorist group involved in the convoy. Then people say, can you like back up your statement? He says, talk to law enforcement. And then law enforcement is like, oh crap, we got to find something. So they just like spend 15 minutes Google Diagalon and come up with this hit piece. That Global News article conveniently sources one expert. That expert is from the Canadian Anti-Hate Network. But it's the circle jerk, this vicious circle one person feeding fake information to another who then finances those people to provide the fake information so they can then launder it off to whomever they need to in order to justify whatever fabricated crisis they finance that never existed in the first place i consider it the single most embarrassing and grotesque intelligence failure in national history yeah so visit hategate .ca to find that and i'll leave a link in my description so you see what i'm saying ladies and gentlemen you, you hear me you see me hey <laughs> when you get these little groups to talk about anti-hate hatred is part of the human race now i'm not saying go out there and hate this person hate that person but we're all guilty of saying the word hate i hate taxes i hate it when it's too cold i hate when it's too hot you know i don't like gazpacho i don't like cold soup i hate cold soup does it make me a hate monger? 
Right? And there's people in my life that I've hated. There's people in my life that hated me. So be it. That's a rite of passage almost. You decide as an individual what you want to hate and how you want to carry that hatred. I'd prefer to see love and compassion, kindness, and I mean proper kindness, being good to people, not because they represent or because someone said this person deserves this because, because you as an individual, you think someone deserves something. So you go to a way to give them a hand and you encourage that kind of behavior with other people. That's kind of like how we were raised. It's, it's shit simple. But you get these groups like anti-hate and Southern Poverty Law Center and all these other called anti-hate groups. They're, saying they're really trying to save people when they're nothing, doing nothing but hurting people, hurting like cattle into categories to perpetuate nothing but a fucking agenda. And that agenda is, ladies and gentlemen, wait for it. Fascism on itself. Right? That, that, that clown there, beginning of the video, talking about fascism. Well, the people I have talked to from Diagalon and some of the guys I have talked to, you know, there are some people that might be a little far out of there, but in a consensus on a whole, they're not bad people. They're not. I'll also leave an article in the description for you all to uh, read at your leisure too. It's basically just saying uh, that there's no real, <laughs> there, there's no real threat to any of these issues, you know, there's, there's no real threat, uh, to any people here. Uh, there were just people that protested, you know, the hate gated fair unmasking Canada's hate industry, right? So when someone sits there and says to you, uh, you know, there all these people that were in this convoy were terrorists, tell them to back it up. And if they keep using that one Nazi flag that was seen and that one Confederate flag that was seen, that's insubstantial. That's nothing. That's nothing. But anyway, what we'll do is I'll leave the uh, links in the article, links to the article and some other videos there too for you to follow. Um, a lot of this stuff just makes me angry uh, that there's supposed to be educated officials out there, you know, people with PhDs and degrees and all these wonderful things other than what underwater basket waving, trying to dictate to you and me who is hateful and who should be watched and monitored. Okay. When I was 16, there was a couple of individuals that tried to recruit me into their skinhead movement. It was kind of scary because these skinheads were fucked. <laughs> Spent casings right the hell with the lunch. And I had a good sense of what was right and wrong then at 16 years old. That no, I'm not going to join some group to promote any kind of hatred to any kind of minority or any kind of group. No, I'm, I'm not going to do that. Why would I do that? Why would anybody in their right fucking mind do that kind of thing? Now, these anti-hate groups are out there to make sure that there's not that kind of hatred in your mouth. But these anti-hate groups that stood by and watched churches get burnt, statues get toppled, you know, streets have to be, their name have to be renamed because of some historical, historical fact that wasn't factual or change this name, change that name because somebody might be offended. So in a way, antihate.ca, you're promoting the hatred. You're promoting the hatred to this country. You're promoting hatred to the Western ways, Western culture. Right? Stop trying to find fucking utopia. It ain't going to fucking happen. Let people do their thing. Let people be people. And let people fucking thrive without you clenching your fake pearls while you sip your pumpkin latte and have your avocado toast. Right? 
to all these anti-hate network wannabes and trolls, I encourage a Zoom debate or a face-to-face -face debate, or better yet, let's have a good old-fashioned punch-up. Right? There's an idea. Just a suggestion. Anyhow, I have been Krusty Canuck on this beautiful 19th of September 2023. I do wish good things for you all, even though I just invited some anti-hate people for a punch-up, but I think you know my point. Okay? And uh, I just hope that we can get over this. Look forward to look at your local listings for the progress of this Million Man March. I wish I could do it, but I am working. However, I'll be off this weekend, so I'll be back for another episode of the Chris Nick Podcast this Saturday. Uh, sorry this week to my fans who are looking forward to uh, now Polar Vortex of Bullshit. There's just too many people to choose from this week. And he used to say, <laughs> but I will try to have a Polar Vortex of Bullshit up and running for this Saturday's episode. Anyhow, ladies and gentlemen, like I have always said, if you like and hear what you see, click like, subscribe, share this all around. Give me a thumbs up. Please give me a comment or two. Get the algorithm going and spread the word too. share this content all over your social media platforms. I'm also on iHeartRadio for my podcast. So if you want to download that too, uh, as far as I know, I'm still on Apple. I've got to work out some tax issues so I can actually get paid. But if I can't do that, do not hesitate to donate if you can too. Once again, thank you, Michael, for your beautiful, beautiful contribution. And yes, I will give some to the Veteran Association Food Bank, and I will get your address and try to mail you some swagger as soon as possible. Like I said, a hat and T-shirt will be coming your way, sir. So thank you once again. And thank you out there for sticking around and watching in this video. You guys are awesome. And my American listeners, my British listeners, and apparently I found out there's a few listeners I have in Singapore. So thank you very much. Anyhow, like I said, I'm encrusting you on this beautiful 19th of September, 2023. Wish nothing but good things. Do what you can to help you out in these trying times. You know, uh, winter is coming, so do what you can. Get extra food stocks going. Make sure your canning is getting sorted out. Don't be afraid to work an extra, extra half hour or two to help out your employer. And give your neighbors a hand, too, if they need you. It's just every little bit of kindness goes around, and it, it comes around. All right? And like I always say, ladies and gentlemen, humanity and merit wins the day. Take care, and I'll see you next, well, I'll see you Saturday. <laughs> anyway, bye for now. Hit it, sweetheart. Because I am hard, you will not like me. There is no racial bigotry here. Here you are all equally working. This has been another episode of the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Stay sane and thank you for listening. From Western Canada, this is the Krusty Canuck Podcast. Well, smack my ass and call me Judy. <laughs> <laughs>